Well, hi guys, it's Heike Yeats, and in today's episode, I am answering the most asked question, which is a two-part question that I get, which is, what is the best exercise for women over 50, and how do I choose the right combination of exercises to stay healthy and fit as I age? The exercise protocol that we've used in our 20s is no longer working now that we're over 50. If your knees and back hurt and if you're tired of another minute wasted on an exercise you don't love and you don't see results from it, then this episode is for you. Hi there, you're listening to the Pursue Your Spark podcast. I'm your host and fitness warrior, Heike Yates. And on this show, we empower women over 50 to take back their health and strength with sound fitness, nutrition, and mindset strategies. Our guests on the show share their honest stories so that you'll have the courage to take action, knowing that you're not alone in your struggles. Hey guys, welcome back to the Pursue Your Spark podcast. And I can't wait to dive into one of my passions, which of course is exercise with you today. One of the most frequently asked questions I get is, what is the best exercise for women over 50? And how do I stay fit and healthy? Everybody is different. And different strategies work for different people. But there's sound strategies and plans and actions that we can take that work and produce results. About two years ago, I was training for a triathlon and I was training and eating my six meals a day, staying on top of my nutrition and trained hard every day, seven days a week. Uh, very little rest as I'm preparing for a race. It always is a lot more volume. But then I go back down in the off season, so I'm not too worried about this. But what I was worried about is that despite all my hard training and the way I ate did not produce a lean and fit, strong body. Yes, it was strong. Yes, it was fit, but it was not lean. So I dove into intermittent fasting and added intermittent fasting to my lifestyle. And I talked about this in another episode. Today, I want to look at the training aspect of getting lean, healthy, and fit over 50. Well, once menopause hits, and the hormones change, everything goes out the window. So the rules that we had, the strategies we had earlier in our 20s and even 30s just are not working. We have low estrogen and progesterone levels, and these changes are to blame for the loss of muscle and the lack of energy to train or even feel the desire, be inspired to hit the weights or whatever it is that you're doing. And when you look at your body, and that's happened to me, it doesn't look like I looked about a year ago, and it doesn't feel like it either. It's like I'm having an out-of-body experience. I feel weak, and you may feel the same way. 
and flabby and not toned and all this seemed to have happened overnight. And then there's the weight gain, especially around the belly pooch. And it's not lean muscle mass, but fat. And then the last thing is, as we worked all these years on strategies that work, now we're so confused about what exercise we should do now the knees are hurting and the back is hurting. And we have all kinds of other aging ailments that are creeping up like arthritis. And that sort of puts a stop to what we used to do. And now we're going, okay, how do I get stronger, healthier, and fitter despite all these hormone changes and menopause and the changes in my energy level? So let's look into new strategies of how we can now create a new successful environment for you to see results and reach the goals you set for yourself. The question then becomes, should you do more cardio to offset those side effects of aging and menopause? Well, let's say fitness has two aspects, the heart health and the strength. Now the, the heart health is where your cardiovascular system comes into play. That's where we need to run, bike, swim, walk, uh, elliptical, trampoline, whatever is to your heart's desire to get your heart rate elevated and boost your metabolism. The metabolism that has been slowing, slowing down through menopause. So heart health is one aspect of, of your cardiovascular fitness. And then we have the strength aspect that means your muscles and your overall body tone. So that is a totally different approach to staying healthy and strong. Strength training is about building muscles, lean, long muscles to again, here comes the word, boost your metabolism to burn more fat. Now, how long should you train when you look at these two modalities? Well, it is recommended about 150 minutes vigorous and 300 minutes a at a moderate intensity per week is the general recommendation. So that's about two and a half to five hours each week. Wait, before you hit the stop button, continue listening. This is all relative of where you start in your journey. And I'll talk about this in a minute, but don't be scared. If you're new to exercise and this whole fitness thing that you can't do two and a half hours a week. No worries. I'll have tips and strategies for you. But if you've been working out, look at the numbers, see where you are with your workout and with your intensity that you apply for each exercise. Don't be scared when you hear these numbers if you're new to exercise. I have strategies for you and baby steps that you can apply a little bit later in the, this episode, but look at your time that you're spending exercising currently and what it is you're doing at the moment. And this applies to everything from strength training to cardiovascular fitness. This is the time that you spend working out on all the things that you're incorporating into your training. One other question that pops up is, 
What is better? Pilates, yoga, weights. What should I do? Well, the question is, it depends on your goals. Now, for the women over 50, you know that I'm a huge fan of Pilates. And I know that the Pilates program, with or without the machines, delivers results of a long, lean body, universal alignment of the body, improves breathing and improves posture, and of course, core strength. Pilates is not a cardiovascular exercise, as you may have heard, but training Pilates translates into more awareness and more awareness, not only for the exercise, but into everyday life that you watch what you're eating, that's as you're going through your day, you watch how you're sitting, you're becoming more mindful of the things you do. So it has also an effect on how you eat. And this is something you may experience as well. Yoga is very similar in that practice. It's a different application and I used to teach yoga for three years and absolutely loved it as well. I'll say, Do what floats your boat. But I would choose Pilates or yoga, or maybe Pilates one day and yoga the other day, depending on what you love doing and you will consistently go do. do. Now, finally, weights. I love resistance training, strength training. As a former bodybuilder, you probably are not surprised. (laughs) But weights is another modality that I think really delivers, I know delivers results of creating a lean muscle mass by lifting weights, by creating an environment where your muscles get stronger. They may also get a little bit bigger, but they will not grow, for most women, not grow into bodybuilding sizes. You have to train very differently with weights to make them grow really, really big. So for the average, I would say the average woman weight training with a reasonable amount of weight. And what does that mean? When you strength train, you work with sets and reps. So that's a very gym-like term. So sets are, is a set and two sets and three sets that you repeat one after the other. Let's stick with three sets. Each set has a certain number of repetitions that you do the exercise for. So let's assume we have a bicep curl. We're using a weight for the bicep curl. So the weight I'm using as an example is not where I want you to start, but we're using this simply for an example. So you're starting out with 15 repetitions. So you do something, the bicep curl in this case, 15 times with an eight pound weight. The next set would be 12 repetitions, so we're doing fewer, but we're going up in weight, so now we're using the 10-pound weight. And then our last set will be 10 repetition, so we're going down in, in how many times we do this, but we go up in the weight to 12. And each time you go up with the smallest increment of weight that you can find, no matter what your weight you're starting with. Your muscles can't get leaner and more dense if they're not overloaded. If you keep doing exercises or weight training with endless amounts of repetitions, 
I'm sure at some point, and that's my opinion, you will see a change, but it also will stress your joints. And that's, at our age, not something I would desire. I want to work my muscles, not my joints. So I would stay with what I just recommended in the sets and reps idea. Now, you may have bands also, and you have weights. The bands, those Dyna bands that you see in the gym, or you may have this resistive bands, as they're also called, these resistant bands stretch and they have different colors. And you can use those bands instead of weights with a similar principle that you would have to switch colors then from the lightest to the heaviest in order to see changes in your muscle mass and your strength and your tone is more what you will see as you start strength training. Well, between all of those, between the Pilates, the yoga, the weights, how many days should you exercise and at what intensity and what type? Guys, I'm a huge fan of cross-training. I do something different every day. Why? First off, I get really bored. If I were to do the same thing every day, I would be really bored because it's like, okay, I have to go for another run. So I take breaks. I bike in between and swim. And currently the pools are not open because of Corona. So we're using bands to simulate the swim workout. But another huge benefit of cross training is injury prevention. Just think you're pounding away on the same muscle group with the same action of the body day after day without taking a break. And it's the same biomechanics. Your body will break down. So be aware of what you're doing every day and that it changes. So here's a, here's a little example of what you could do. You could start between three and five days a week. Let's say on Monday, you run or walk. On Tuesday, you do Pilates. On Wednesday, you may bicycle. On Thursday, you could do weight training. And on Friday, you could do whatever your favorite workout is of the week and do that again. That's already five days a week. You could say, Heike, I don't have time. Are you crazy? Start out with 15 minutes each session on whatever you do on that particular day. Just 15 minutes. That's all I'm asking. You can squeeze out of your desk and squeeze in a quick Pilates workout. If you need some more help, you can go over to my YouTube channel. I have these three minute amazing quick workouts that you can do with bands, weights, with a body weight, Pilates. So if you need ideas and you need to get started, head on over to my YouTube channel. I got you covered. So from the 15 minutes, cross training each week between your heart health and your strength, as you notice, we did Monday, we did a run, on Tuesday, we did Pilates, so we combined the two, uh, work up to 150 minutes at a moderate intensity. Moderate intensity means that you do an exercise, you can have a conversation with me. 
It is not so hard that you're breathless. You should start sweating a little bit or perspire as we sometimes like to call it and see how you feel. So you make it just a little bit longer each day and balance it out. Maybe one week you want more more cardiovascular fitness. The next week you want to do a little bit more weights, but do all of them. And this approach will give your body time to adapt and rest. Adaptation is a big one when it comes to, to building a lean, strong, and healthy body in our 50s and beyond. The body's stubborn. The hormones don't want to let us build muscles. And I know I use the term build muscles, but don't let it scare you. It's really toning the muscles that you have. And it takes time to build those muscles. And we're fighting an uphill battle, that's for sure. And hormone changes are not our friend. But stay the course. Stay at it. And keep going up in your time, depending on how you feel, how the body feels. Because the exercises I recommended, even when you say running, you can run a little bit or you can walk. It doesn't really matter, but you walk till you sweat a little bit. So bring some intensity in your workout. Pilates, yoga, and weights are easy on the joints and so are the bands. They are perfect to build lean muscle mass for the woman over 50 and see results. Now, rest, I mentioned rest. Rest is really important because during your rest time, you will let the body recover. Recovery is just as important as the training itself. And I know this from my training for all my races that I can't keep going at full speed, hard workout, long workouts, and then keep going like this day after day, my body will break down and I will get injured. So rest times, super important. So if you're working out three days a week, you have the rest as a rest day, or you work out five days a week. The other two days, you're resting, you're letting the body recover. Maybe do a little bit of stretching um, to help offset some soreness that you might experience when you're starting out. So here are the basics for you to get started to a lean, fit, and strong body over 50. It can be done, ladies. So how do you keep fit in your 50s and beyond? Pick what you love doing and do more of it. Cross-train to stay heart-healthy and strong muscles. Plan in your rest time. Super important. And another super important fact is to be consistent. If you're not sure where to start, if you're saying, Heike, this sounds great, I want to start now, but how? You could join a class. Right now, we have a lot of options for online classes. Be careful what you choose. If you're truly starting out, you want to definitely look for a beginner class and give it a whirl. Or you can hire a trainer Again, right now with the coronavirus, um, we're all offering, including myself, we're offering online one-on-one training sessions for Pilates, fitness, strength training, and uh, nutrition coaching as well. So hire a trainer when it comes to how do I get this done and 
or you could join the four-week Lean Out program. In the four-week Lean Out program, I teach you everything about intermittent fasting and how to incorporate intermittent fasting into your lifestyle, plus super doable exercises, and they're only 15 minutes long, and yes, they all include Pilates and, of course, Pilates on the ball as well, which is another one of my loves. So what is the best exercise for women over 50 and beyond? Well, all of them. And consistency is key to reaching your goal. Reach out to me on social media, on Instagram at Heike Yates or the Pursue Your Spark podcast on Facebook, Heike Yates Pursue Your Spark, and let me know what I can help you with. And we'll put a link in the show notes if you want to join the four-week Lean Out program. So... I'll see you next time on the Pursue Your Spark podcast with our next guest, Cassie Christopher, a registered dietitian. And we're talking about practical strategies to balance hormones with nutrition, to decrease the stress response and emotional eating. So thanks for being here. Have a most amazing day. And I'll see you next time on the Pursue Your Spark podcast. Ciao.